Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1138. Learn 14 great ways to talk to your child by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino. And this is ORD, where I share some of the world's best content on fortifying the different relationships we have in our lives. And today, like I do each Thursday and Friday, I have a parenting post for you. This one comes from Adina Sokloff, whose work we always love. So let's hear what she has for us this time as we check out her article on how we can better get through to our kids and start optimizing your life. Learn 14 Great Ways to Talk to Your Child by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. A major part of your life as a parent will be spent talking to your kids. The way we talk to our children will affect the way they talk to us and to the other people in their lives. Words enable us to either make or break our relationship with our children. Here are 14 easy tips to help you talk to your kids and parent in the most effective way possible. Number 1. Make eye contact. Children need to have all their senses engaged in order to really listen to what you're saying. Try to get down to their level and look them in the eye when you are talking to them. This will help gain their attention. They don't have to maintain the eye contact for more than a few seconds because that can get too intense for children. To encourage eye contact, you can say, Eli, I need your eyes. Number two, keep it simple. Young children can only comprehend sentences with two to four words. Teenagers appreciate a parent being brief in their directives instead of long, drawn-out lectures. Keeping your communication short and sweet will help your kids obey. Number three, say, I want. When you ask your child to do something, instead of barking a direct command like, get over here, you can try, I want you to come here for a minute. Children then don't feel like they're being bossed around, and they will more likely comply. Number four, use a pen. Writing a child a note is a great way to gain your child's cooperation or to just connect. Instead of telling your child what their chores will be on the weekend, make them a list. Children love notes in their lunchboxes or an I love you on their pillow if you're going out for the evening. Number five, use a quiet voice. When your child is angry, don't go head to head with him. Try to keep your voice neutral. The louder your child cries, the softer your reply. It doesn't help matters to have two people yelling. Number six, serenity now. Never try to engage your child when you are mad or upset. You will usually regret what you said later. Teaching moments should be reserved for when both the parent and child are calm. You can say, 
I'm too upset to talk right now. Let me take a few minutes to catch my breath and calm down. Number seven, have catchy phrases to enforce limits. In my son's preschool class, his teacher had a few rhymes to help reinforce the rules she set in her classroom. One of her favorites was, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Another great one, if you hit, you must sit. Number eight, prepare for leaving. Children have a hard time leaving places they love. Make sure to give your children five to ten minute warnings before you head out. You can say, I'm letting you know we are leaving in ten minutes. In five more minutes, we will start to get ready to go. Number nine, help your child think. Instead of saying, stop leaving your messes around the house, have your child come up with ideas on how to keep his stuff neat. You can say, Maddie, I want you to think of where you can put all your art equipment in between classes. Let me know when you figure it out. Number 10. Don't be a detective. Don't ask questions like, Who spilled all the juice on the floor and didn't clean it up? Who done it questions only lead to lying and accusations. Just describe the problem and ask for help. Oh no, there's juice all over the floor. I need some help. We need a mop and some paper towels. You can tell the family later, I don't know who spilled the juice, and I don't care. That person needs to remember in the future to clean up after themselves. Number 11. Ask the right questions. Many children have a hard time answering questions like, What did you do in school today? Instead, you can get specific and ask, Did you color or paint today? Was today an art or a gym day? These questions will help your child open up and talk. Number 12. Give alternatives. Instead of always saying no to your child, try to think of ways you can say yes. If they want to go to a friend's house but the baby is sleeping, instead of saying no, you can say, as soon as Max gets up from his nap, I can take you to Mikey's. Number 13. Use can-do directions. Try to tell children what they can do instead of what they can't. Children have a hard time stopping what they are doing. If we give them another option, they will be more likely to respond. Instead of saying, stop twirling your hair, you can say, hands belong in your lap. Instead of saying, stop being so wild, you can say, inside is for quiet voices and quiet feet. Number 14. Case closed. Sometimes, children will repeatedly ask or talk about a matter in which you feel like there should be no further discussion. You can simply say, I hear that you want to negotiate about this some more. My decision is final and I will not change my mind. I know you're disappointed, but we cannot discuss this further. Being firm when you need to be saves wear and tear on you and your child. You just listened to the post titled, Learn 14 Great Ways to Talk to Your Child by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. And thanks a lot to Adina for some great suggestions today. 14, uh, to be precise. Uh, An article like this, and I think a lot of her articles, really boil down to respecting the needs of the child. So often as parents, we rely on our sheer power and reputation to get us through. We control so much of our children's lives that it's easy to use that sense of control when arguing or trying to get through. But this only dismisses the individuality of the children, who they are and what they need which is really important, even if they do still rely on you for so much. So consider some of Adina's words today and have more mindful interactions with your children, regardless of how old they are. 
That will bring us to the end though, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping in. And if you need to use these tricks on some of your fellow adults, eh, so be it. Hope you took something from this one. And I hope you'll be back tomorrow as well for another parenting post. That's where your optimal life awaits.